Hey yo, and welcome to the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I'm Sabrina, here to chat with you about what it takes to look and feel like a badass. Fun fact, it's not about 1200 calorie diets and workouts you hate. Nope. Instead, we'll talk about lifestyle habits, mindset, and attitude around sleep, stress management, nutrition, and movement, all dumped in a great big bucket of self-awareness and personal growth. Each week, I'll give you strategies and actions that you can apply directly into your day-to-day life so that you're making sustainable changes over time. So if you're ready to get your shit together, for reals this time, put on your sassy pants and get comfy. Let's do this. Heyo, what's up, my friend? I hope you're having a fabulous day and that you're staying warm and safe and that maybe you even threw a couple of the mini marshmallows into your hot chocolate this morning. If you haven't, go ahead and do that. I'll wait. Today's chat is going to be a fun one. Hear me out. I want to chat with you about a topic that causes a lot of people stress around this time of year, but it doesn't have to. We're going to talk about gift giving. And because this is a health, wellness, fitness, weight loss, lifestyle podcast, I want to focus on health and wellness gifts. I'm going to share a bunch of different gift ideas that you can use to make the holidays special for all of your loved ones. Another reason for this focus is because health and wellness gifts around the holidays are hugely popular and heavily marketed, and it seems like weight loss is the ultimate New Year's resolution. But what if you just want to support the well-being of the people you love without insulting them, without implying that they need to lose weight or change their bodies or whatever else? That might seem like a strange little caveat, but think about it. A lot of the health-related gifts have this underlying tone that someone needs to do something to better themselves. The exception to this would be if you know the person is a health, wellness, and fitness enthusiast, and they specifically asked for something or talked about something and expressed interest in it or whatever. In which case, you do you. That might not be insulting to that person. I would be one of those who'd be very excited to get some of those kinds of gifts, but I'm a little bit strange, so take it for what it is. One of the things I want to say about this is that when I say health and wellness gifts, for the purpose of this conversation, for the sorts of things that I am going to recommend, I'm talking about this from a very broad perspective. The main reason for this is because I want to not only give you some helpful ideas for gifts for the holidays, but I also want to expand how you're thinking about health and wellness for you and for your loved ones. So here's how this is going to work. I'm going to share a couple of precursors, things to keep in mind before you even decide on a gift for someone. Then I'll get into the gift idea suggestions. And as we go through it, I'm going to share some information about how the gift supports wellness, because in some cases it might not be as obvious as as others. The first thing I want you to keep in mind is that a quality gift is not the same as an expensive gift. How much money you spend or don't spend is less important than being thoughtful. This leads me to the second thing to keep in mind, which is to really think about what you know about the person you're getting or making a gift for. This part might sound a little bit overwhelming, but here are some questions to consider that may help you with this part. What do you know about them? Are they always giving to others rather than to themselves? What are their hobbies, and are they particular about the tools needed for those hobbies? Who are their close friends, and how do they like to spend quality time with them? Are they artistic, analytical? Do they have a busy schedule? How do they like to relax? And what brings them joy? There are so many different questions you could ask yourself when thinking about the people you love and care about 
to help you come up with thoughtful gift ideas. And if you're really not sure, and if the opportunity allows, go holiday shopping with them. As you're shopping, pay attention to what they say they like and what catches their interest. The purpose isn't to shop for them while you're with them, but rather to get ideas based on what they point out. And even if this doesn't amount to any new ideas, you just got some quality time with that person, and that in and of itself is a gift. All in all, considering who the person is as an individual is the most important place to start because gift giving shouldn't be arbitrary. If you're going to invest time and money into gift giving, do it with purpose. Picking a gift you know the person will like is far more valuable than what you pay for it. The third thing to keep in mind is that it's probably best to avoid things like electronics unless you know exactly what the person wants and you can afford it without breaking the bank. And when I say breaking the bank, I mean if it causes you any financial stress, it's probably not worth it. Let's have a very brief heart-to-heart about electronics. They're wonderful and they're terrible. They are expensive, there's a bazillion different options out there for everything you can imagine, and it's so hard to figure out exactly what someone wants. So while these are maybe people's favorite gifts to receive, because, you know, they're flashy and all these things, I would argue that the only reason why this would be the best choice for someone is because you know exactly what they want and you know that for whatever reason, they're not going to buy it for themselves. But guys, we're living in super expensive times right now. Support your own financial well-being and don't go overboard for others thinking that electronics as gifts are the only way to go. You have so many more options. And on that note, let's go ahead and get into the good stuff, the gift ideas. To kick things off, we're going to go with something that doesn't actually cost anything. Make them a music playlist of their favorite songs or songs that remind you of them. Hello, mixed tape revival. I love this idea because, one, it's fun to do. Two, it really demonstrates how much someone means to you. Even if you don't know their favorite songs, putting together a playlist of songs that makes you think of them can be really touching because those are sentiments that they may not know. If time allows, I'm going to make a playlist for my mom and my sisters that includes some of our top played road trip songs when we would take our annual spring break weekend trip to the coast to go outlet mall shopping. This is a really fond memory for us. We did this for over a decade and there was always music going to just really kind of pump us up on the way there. So this playlist is going to include a little Invincible by Pat Benatar, pretty much anything by Cher, and a dash of ABBA, a playlist that will make all of us smile at the more than a decade of memories. So if this is something that you choose to do, get creative, have fun with it. It's a blast and it's so easy to share, you know, now more than ever. Next, create or design a personalized card telling somebody how much they've touched your life this year, or maybe just in general. There's a couple of elements to this. First, it's a great way to get creative if you're crafty or artistic. Really let loose and have fun with this. If you're not real crafty, don't worry about it. Finding a card that reflects their sense of humor or their style works just as well, because the heart of this gift is really in what you write in the card. Second, there's some research to support that when it comes to gratitude, one of the most significant forms of gratitude is when someone else receives gratitude from someone else. So if I can find it, I'll link to the Huberman Lab podcast episode that goes into detail about this. Uh, there's a lot of 
really interesting research and uh, information about gratitude in general in this podcast episode in particular. So I'll see what I can find and I will include that in the show notes. It's really fascinating. So when you write a note in a card that very specifically tells someone what they've meant to you this year or in your life and speak in words that typically go unspoken or you write the words that often go unwritten, you're demonstrating not only how much you care, but you're telling them that you see them. You see all their effort, all their love, all they've done to show up for you in your life. The last few years have been really dark, guys. It's been a rough go for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. Shine some light on people and let them know that they're seen and appreciated. If you're not a writer and if you're not crafty, maybe find another way to deliver the same sentiment. This can look like writing a song, drawing it out in a comic book, or whatever creative outlet you have that allows you to tell someone how they've touched your life. We're going to go a little different route with this next one. Walking shoes. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. Maybe this is because I'm an avid walker, hashtag daily walks, and because my walking shoes are currently destroyed. But there are a lot of health benefits to walking, especially for cardiovascular and heart health. Obviously, if someone hates walking, then this might not be as appreciated. However, if you could pair these walking shoes, no pun intended, with daily evening walks after dinner, hello quality time with the comfort of some new shoes. Next, to kind of build off of that, think about things that help people be more comfortable and safe while they're outside getting some movement. Last year, one of my best friends got me a heated coat. You know, the, the kind that have the battery pack and you push a button and the coat heats up. As someone who likes to walk, this is one of the best gifts I've gotten, especially since we regularly take walk breaks at work. So it's not only practical, but it makes this quality time more comfortable. While that's one example, you don't need to be quite so fancy. Maybe what you decide on is more like a warm hat, gloves, a scarf, an umbrella, or even warm socks. Now before you laugh at socks, do you know how expensive really truly warm socks can be? A pair or two of extra warm socks might sound silly, but it could be an indulgence that the person can't really justify for themselves, but would be greatly appreciated. High-vis gear or ID bracelets, anything that supports safety, those would also be great gift ideas. So the last two gift suggestions were really kind of inspired by my own hobby of getting out for walks, which brings me to this next gift idea. Materials to support the person's favorite hobby. Guys, you want to know the problem with hobbies? They're expensive. Okay, maybe not all of the time, but a lot of the time they can be. When I think about my hobbies over my life, they've included things like sewing, hiking, fitness, refurbishing furniture, writing, bowling, and so forth. For many of those, to do them and get a lot of enjoyment out of them, it requires supplies, equipment, materials, and on. And the cost for all that adds up pretty fast. So if you know someone who has a hobby, especially a new hobby or a hobby they've been wanting to try, then helping them out with some of the resources to support that hobby can make for a great gift. One year for my birthday, my dad took me to REI to buy a pair of nice hiking boots. I got a great pair of boots that I still have now, like 10 years later, and I had a nice outing and quality time with my dad to go get them. At that time in my life, I couldn't afford a nice pair of hiking boots for myself. So when you think about the gift itself and the time, it was just 
a really great memory. It was a great gift. And it was something that I really appreciated because it was something that I would not have been able to buy for myself. One word of caution around this is to know if the person is super particular about their hobby supplies and materials. My ex-husband was huge into cooking and barbecuing. He was very, very good at it. But when it came to anything to go along with that, any of, you know, think equipment, supplies, trinkets, whatever, he was very, very particular. Consequently, I wouldn't buy gifts related to this unless I knew for 100% sure that this was what he wanted or that he wanted to try and wasn't real particular about. All that being said, though, supporting people's hobbies is a great way to support their stress-relieving outlet and something that brings them joy. And we could all use a little bit more of that in our lives. Next, let's talk toys. No, not for the kiddos in your life, though that's great too. I mean for the adults in your life. Channel your inner five-year-old and think about the way you used to play with no regard for what anyone else thought. I'm speaking anecdotally here, but it seems like adults don't take the time for simple, silly, carefree, joyful play. Shout out to my younger sister who gave me Legos for my birthday this year. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Are Kinects still a thing? Those were my jam as a kid as well, and I'll tell you what, they hurt just as much when you step on them in bare feet as when you step on Legos. I might sound like I'm kidding, but I'm not. Hit up the toy store or hit up the toy aisles and see what you can find that might spark joy for someone in your life. Somewhat related to this would be coloring books. Even as an adult, I get stupid excited when I get a new coloring book, crayons, colored pencils, and so forth. These kinds of gifts serve a lot of different purposes. They're stress relievers. They can infuse humor into someone's life. I mean, you should see some of the coloring books I got. They really speak to my potty mouth. We'll just put it that way. And it's something that's not linked to some sort of responsibility. Do you think I'm doing something responsible while I'm coloring a page of fun designs that says, who left the bag of idiots open? Nope, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. There are also some great paint by numbers, craft kits, and other things that are great ways to encourage our minds to disengage from all things adulting and spend some time engaging in something fun for the sake of being fun. And honestly, it's something that we could all use a lot more of. And to build off of this, consider board games. To really make this one awesome, plan a regular game night to go with it. Maybe this is once a month, every other month, or whatever, but make a plan for quality time. I absolutely love game night with my friends Chris and Sarah. I laugh until my face hurts, and these are memories I will cherish forever. Same thing as when my sisters and I used to have game night every Friday night when my nieces were young. So much laughter and quality time. I can't speak highly enough of board games as gifts, especially with the addition of setting up that quality time with them. If you haven't picked up on this by now, you'll notice that I'm a big proponent for quality time with people. The reason for this is because, generally speaking, people can buy what they want for themselves. That's been the hardest part of gift giving in my family over the last decade or so, but people are social creatures and connection and relationships are crucial for our overall well-being. Coming off the pandemic, we lost a lot of this. So let's use the holiday season to start rebuilding some of this connection again. Let's carry on with this theme of quality time, dates and outings. Think outside the box with this. As far as dates go, maybe give your best couple friends a free pass for an escape room and a gift card for dinner. The date doesn't need to be between you and your person. Maybe you have a friend who 
had her first baby this year, and she and her partner haven't had a night to themselves since the baby was born. A date night could be super appreciated, especially if you throw in babysitting to sweeten the deal. My family has done things like this in the past. Shout out to my dad and stepmom, and it's so appreciated. With how expensive life has gotten, it's easy to chalk up dates, outings, and other experiences as superfluous luxuries, especially when you have so many other priorities. I'm looking at you, gas prices. And this is one of those things where even if someone can afford to do this for themselves, it's still not something that they prioritize. People who are natural caregivers or give to others on a regular basis, it's just who they are, they're sort of notorious for this. And sometimes one of the best gifts you can give them is to give them an opportunity to look out for and do something nice for themselves. Next, let's talk services and support. For the busy people in your life or those who may be injured, ill, or otherwise struggling with things, services like house cleaning, organizing, clearing out the garage or a storage unit, a day of sucky errands, or things like that can be super appreciated gifts. I know. I know. For, for some people, this will be tough because I know some people are super particular or maybe even a little embarrassed. If this is the case, then one consideration might be to propose it as something that you can do together. Again, this is an opportunity for quality time while also helping them with something that could be really overwhelming for them. Next, consider things like journals and planners with a really nice pen or pen set. Here's the thing. Many of us could use more organization and outlets in our lives. Not everyone is a fan of journaling and that's fine. But for folks who are, a nice journal could be really appreciated, especially with brand new schnazzy pens. Planners can also make for a great gift if done thoughtfully. Some planners will include space for meal planning, fitness training, habit tracking, or whatever else. One of my favorites is a mood planner that has the basics of a planner, but also space to track moods twice a day with some prompts for things to think about, about, you know, like what influenced your mood. It's simple, interactive, and a great way to help someone process what's happening in their lives. I'll include a link to it in the show notes. To wrap things up, make a donation to a charity, organization, or cause that is meaningful to that person. Are they passionate about access to healthy food, affordable housing, support and safety for children, LGBTQIA rights, cultural inclusion and safety, Sometimes the best gift you can give someone is to donate and show support to a cause that is near and dear to their heart, especially if that cause is important to them because of their own lived experiences. When it comes to our wellness, feelings of belonging, safety, acceptance, and inclusion have an overwhelming influence in our social, emotional, and mental well-being. There's so much I can say about this one because it's a small, intangible gesture that has the potential to be the most touching and meaningful gift that person receives this year. Again, this one has the potential to demonstrate to someone that you see them, as in really see them. This can be a really powerful gesture for someone who has faced a lot of adversity in their life. Now, of course, there are so many other things you could consider, and what you choose will depend on what you know about the person, your budget, your skills, how much time you have, and so many other things. My goal with this, though, was to give you a range of meaningful ideas that can be free of cost or low cost, tangible or intangible, creative, thoughtful, and meaningful. When it came to wellness, we covered physical wellness without implying the need to lose weight, 
mental and emotional wellness, and social connectedness. I didn't go into things related to nutrition or sleep as much, but those are other areas you could also explore. If you go the nutrition route, maybe try to think of things like higher quality food storage containers like glass that maybe they wouldn't buy for themselves. Noise machines could be nice for someone who has trouble sleeping. Just again, be really thoughtful because we don't want to inadvertently insult anybody during the holidays. That's not the goal. Real quick, I want to encourage you to avoid alcohol-based gifts. I say this from a wellness perspective if giving a wellness-based gift is something that you're interested in doing. If you don't care so much about it being a wellness gift, then by all means, you do you. But here's the deal with alcohol as a gift. People lean on alcohol as a stress reliever. I hear this all the time. I'm not going to get on a soapbox here, but alcohol is not an effective stress reliever. Not for you or for anyone else. It's just something that we tell ourselves because it helps us in the moment, or at least we think it does. I know it's also common for social connection. Also fine, but not necessary. If someone wants to give me a gift for social connection, I would far rather they get me a board game than a case of beer, which was true even back while I was still drinking. I'd absolutely love it if we could normalize socialization that isn't dependent on alcohol. Again, it doesn't need to be off limits, but I encourage you to ask yourself if it's necessary or if there's a better option to achieve the same end goal. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. This has already been long enough, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I hope this was helpful and gave you some fun ideas or inspired other thoughts. I'd love it if you could head on over to Facebook and join the Badasses the New Skinny group and leave a comment to share what you thought about this episode or what other gifts you would recommend. You'll find the Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Badasses the New Skinny. You'll find it linked in the show notes as well. You can also hit me up on Instagram at sa.brina.brina and have some of that conversation there or, you know, share some recommendations, whatever the case may be. I would love to hear from you. I hope you have a wonderful day, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me and I will catch up with you next time. Later. Many thanks for joining me for another episode of the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I hope today's chat gave you some things to noodle on and that you're walking away feeling inspired and empowered to live a badass life. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please snag a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram, tag a friend or two, and tag me at sa.brina.brina. That's S-A dot B-R-I-N-A dot B-R-I-N-A. And include the hashtag badass is the new skinny. If you could also drop me a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, it would mean the world to me. For more of the good stuff, head on over to my website at sabrinabrina.com. Catch you next time. Later.